I'm Radek. I'm Michael. And this is The Podcast. A sounding board for interesting ideas and insights. We discuss books we read and want to share with you. As well as technology and productivity, which is what we do by day working on our app, Nosby. Or whatever else comes to mind. So uh, we're a bit late with this, I suppose, as it's we're nearing the end of January. Uh, but we've both been thinking a lot about the past year, how we did, how how we fared against our, our plans, our goals for 2016. And we've been reflecting a lot on the plans for 2017, trying to to make a plan so that we actually, you know, achieve our goals in 2017. Yeah. And uh, actually this episode will air on 31st of January, right? Yes. Yeah. So... First of all, I don't think we are that late. I mean, I, th- I think, you know, even though January is almost over, you're never too late, you know, to, to plan your goals and, and you know, uh, plan your year anyway. Um, mm-hmm. We're still 11 months in. And uh, side note, tomorrow is going to be February 1st and tomorrow we'll be celebrating 10 years of Nosby. Yay! Nice. That's that's awesome. Ten years. Wow. Yep. So we'll discuss this in the future episode. But uh, but yeah, just uh, I want just to say that you know tomorrow is going to be a big party here, <laughs> virtual party. Yes, indeed. Maybe that's actually a good thing. Uh, like around the new year, there's a lot of uh, enthusiasm for you know New Year's resolutions and just uh, ideas that are not real goals and they're not real plans and they fizzle out quickly. So. Maybe now in uh, late January we're over this this um, childish enthusiasm and it's time to make a real adult plan for the year. Yeah, I think so. I mean, it's always this uh, you know recurring joke that uh, when you try to go to the gym in the you know in January it's it's full because everybody's going to the gym for the first month and then they never show up. I can confirm it's 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 literally true. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Uh, so I think the, the way we're going to go about it is we're going to share uh, how we both went about planning our year and reviewing the last year. Uh, we did something similar to this a year ago, uh, and it was good. There's a lot of good advice in there, I think. Uh, but I don't know about you, but I've learned a lot uh, about this sort of thing. I've made a serious plan for 2016, and... I've been really successful with with most of the things I, I I've planned, but it was only because of the system, like how I went, how I actually went about it. Uh, and I think this year I'm even more prepared uh, on this um, on this organizational level. And I think I did it even better uh, with actually making a plan. And then maybe around the end, we'd uh, share some specifics from our plans. Yeah. Um- Every every year we're learning something new. We're reading all these books, right? And uh, mm. again, uh, let's confirm that reading these books uh, is not for nothing. We are learning new things and and, and learning new skills. So um, yeah, f- there are a few changes I've, I've made this this time uh, when planning New Year, and um, yeah, and they are also inspired by a few books that we read. Yeah. So 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 you start. What uh, what were the the changes? Yeah. So um. One of the big ones, um, one of the big ones is the, and this is not learned from any book, but actually an advice from a fellow podcaster, Michał Szafrański, um, was this idea to close the year. To, so mm. like, I would always 
you know, I would always plan next year um, and and take the plans from last year as a default, you know, that they have to be moved to the next year. I mean, because they haven't been finished. I mean, the ones that haven't been finished, they should be moved by default to the next year to be completed eventually. I mean, mm -hmm. that was always, my, always, was always my logic. And then, you know, this guy, <laughs> my friend, he's saying, no, 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 Michael, you have a permission to choose to, to, to take the plan and, and keep, keep at it or close it, you know, I finish it, like, fin like not finish it, but just close it and say, you know, this plan is no longer relevant for next year. It's not, it's going to be just nuked. It's going to be, you know, closed. And uh, it was, a, you know, I, it, it sounds crazy, but it was like a revelation for me. I have this choice. I mean, these plans don't have to go by default to the next year. They can, mm -hmm. I, I could, I can choose consciously to not pursue this plan anymore. Yeah, that, that's, that's obviously true. You, you shouldn't feel like you're stuck to, to your, to following your, your past decisions. Yeah. And, um, and it, it made a big difference in my, in my preparation because I realized that uh, a few of the things that I wanted to do, I don't have to do them anymore. And, mm -hmm. and, and, and a few other things, uh, you know, and, and this way I made room for other things. So that was like the, the first, you know, the first major change um, that, I, that, I, that I realized. Mm -hmm. And you said closing the year. Um, do you like what do you mean exactly by that? Do you just mean like giving up or reviewing the past projects, or do you also mean like reviewing uh, how you did with last year, like like you know re reviewing the yeah, data so, and whatnot? Yeah, two things. So closing the year is reviewing the last year. You know, reviewing mm -hmm. what I've done. You know, the good things, the bad things. And going through my journal, uh, going through um, you know my thoughts uh, for last year, going through my tasks. And then, um, so that was the first thing. So just, you know, having like, you know, like putting a score like a, for myself, you know, how, how it <laughs> went. Um, uh, there's also the other score, which is like, you know, financial, financial score, because I can check, you know, how, how well our, our company went and, and our business went. And it went uh, pretty okay, uh, which, is, which is good. There was, a, there was some nice growth. Uh, but then uh, it was the first thing. And second thing um, was to... Uh, you know, once I've done that, uh, to <laughs> like, like to consciously, uh, you know, destroy some of the projects and or kill some of the projects, complete some of the projects without completing them and or, or you know removing them at all, and, and uh, trying to plan New Year from scratch, from like a blank slate, like knowing what I know, you know, knowing what I know, uh, uh, what I've accomplished, uh, and and plan the year anew. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's that's definitely a, a good idea. So for my my past year, most of the things I I wanted to to accomplish or or learn or whatever I did, so th there wasn't I I didn't even consider that that this is a, a a a problem that you have to consciously decide if you're if you're going to move over the project to, to next year. <clears throat> I didn't have a problem with with that one, uh, but definitely review the past year. Uh, review the data, so I I collect uh, lots of stats. I, I've mentioned some of it. Yeah, uh, like I, yeah, I, I am. But you know, I, I only do it and and doing it more and more because it's I actually find it useful to be able to totally to look at it fr from a perspective, not just a you know a a subjective feeling, but but just look at the data and see if I actually doing better or worse. So I do this with like my weight and with uh, my morning routine projects. I'm, I'm tracking like every day 
Did I actually wake up at eight or did I make up an excuse? Uh, did I read in the morning? Uh, how, how many hours in a day I spent uh, in deep work? Things like that. Uh, so being able to, to see that, that data uh, graphed over time, I think that's very, very useful. So, and of course, review the goals for last year. And this is the same how, how you just, how you would do uh, every week during your, your weekly review. So just, you know, how did it go? What did you accomplish? What did you not accomplish? How could you do better? Like, what's the reason uh, why you failed with this? Uh, was it something about the task that was more difficult? Like, did you uh, try to do more than you were able to? Like, just, you know, uh, learn from... Uh, from your mistakes, uh, then just try doing the same thing over and over. Just make a feedback loop like that. Yeah, and I mean, you're a, I mean, consider yourself a lucky one, you know, because 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 um, in my case, I am, a, I used to be, I uh, I mean, as to be. Let's say if I used to be, I mean, uh, I I am a very uh, optimistic person, and I always put too much on my plate, and um, because I have several roles in the company, I I also like put there too much you know weight on on things that i have to do and this is one of the you know you know breakthroughs for for me for next year i mean for this year is that i'm planning less so i'm i'm, I'm planning, mm. planning less in a way i'm i'm going to have fewer goals but um like you know like with deep work you know and with essentialism i just want you know double down on them and 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 try you know eliminate everything else to, to, to filter out the noise a lot more. I was really bad last year at filtering out the noise. I was taking up too many things which didn't matter. And this was one of the you know key takeaways from last year. I mean, things that were, were you know, semi-important or seemed important, but in the end were, were just distractions. And um, it's really easy this way to do it, to, 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 you know, to, to fall into this you know, rabbit hole. Um, so this year I'm, I'm really filtering out these things. And by saying that, I'm also um, like uh, like designing uh, designing my uh, my uh, my system this way. So I'm um, I'm gonna have like a chat with my assistants now um, uh, in a way that how we process things, how we decide on things, and uh, whenever there is a new input or new um, thing coming my way, uh, we ha- we should have a system how how Michael would react to it, so that I don't have to make a choice. And that the choice can be done, uh, like by my team or by by my my assistant, you know, by somebody else, so that I don't have to make a choice. I don't have to. So I'm not tempted to give in and 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 you know and do something that I would otherwise uh, that I should not you know be doing. Mm-hmm. That makes a lot of sense. So let's let, let's focus on on the process of actually making a plan. So you mentioned closing the year, uh, deciding what what you continue doing, reviewing the year, reviewing the data. Uh, what's next? How do you actually go about making a plan so that it actually works? Yeah, so I, I, I had a webinar about it this year. It was one of the, our most successful webinars in Osby history about New, New Year's planning, uh, New Year's resolutions planning. And um, the best part was that when I prepared for it and I did a presentation, my first draft of the presentation, I, 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 I went about it the same way as we did last year. But then I realized after learning what we've learned last year, um, I realized I have to do it totally differently. And uh, not to focus so much on the goals. I mean, goals are really important, and, and we'll talk about goals. Uh, 
so I have to set a, set up, you know, set a few goals. But when you set a goal, what's important is not only that the you know the goal is realistic, it has you know the time component and on all these things, and it's exciting mm-hmm. and whatnot. Like these are important things about the goal. But what I what we've learned, for example, from the book Peak, is that uh, you should think about, okay, so this is my goal. Now, which skills I need to acquire to get to the goal? Yeah. And I think this is key. And this is the, the change of mindset for me for this year. That I'm looking for each goal. I'm looking through the lens of, of, of skills that I need to either improve or you know, acquire that I don't have uh, to learn to get to the goal. You know, uh, mm-hmm. we you know we get there more or less. But now with Peak, with what I've learned through through uh, through this book and through a few other books, it, I realized how 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 the skills are important. Um, I mean, just just think about you know your weight goal. Like your weight goal was to go to seventy kilograms and and then to maintain it over the the, the last year, and you did it. And uh, why did you do it? Because because you got the skills, man. You you knew what to do in order not to fall back with the yo-yo effect and you know not to gain weight anymore you had the mm-hmm. skill set uh, you know what was required to 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 keep at it and this is what i realized you know also while closing you know last year and and reviewing my my goals that i succeeded mostly with these goals where i focused on the skills where i focused on improving my skill set um that's why when planning this uh, the, this um I mean, goals for this year. What I'm going, to, what I'm going to do, and I will give an example later, uh, is that I set a goal, but then I focus on the skill set that I need to to get there, and and then I plan, uh, then I plan how I'm going to acquire this uh, the this skill, what I'm going to do, which kind of training, which kind of you know deliberate practice sessions I'm going to have scheduled for this uh, to succeed, or just like what what do you have to read like. Sometimes we just lack basic knowledge. Exactly. Like, I, you briefly mentioned this last week, but I'm glad you expanded it. The example with my weight is is a perfect one because I I wanted to lose weight for a long time. I've tracked my weight like for everyone. a long time. <laughs> and it's just going, you know, up and down. And it's like I have no control over this. I don't know how it works. Like I have no idea. So sometimes I'm more motivated and it suddenly goes down or I'm less and it goes up. But I yeah. have no idea. And the reason why this changed and I lost like fifteen kilos and stayed for like almost a year at a basically flat uh you know, flat line in the graph is because I, I acquired the knowledge. Right, I I didn't have the basics because I don't know. Like I did, I don't even know why. Like the, the there's a ton of just really bad, awful BS diet books, and so this is what I had in my 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 mind, and it just never occurred to me to read a book about losing weight. Like it it, it now seems ridiculous to me not to uh, go after you know searching for uh, the source of knowledge. I would want to to do such a thing. Like obviously, other people spent a lot of time thinking and researching uh, weight loss, and they didn't acquire the basic knowledge, and so I was confused and I didn't improve. And then I learned, uh, I had the knowledge, so I could develop the habits, the skills, and I achieved the goal. Yeah, exactly. So, so this is you know this is how you go go about uh, doing that, and. You, you acquire new knowledge and then you practice this you you, you know you learn new things I mean I'm, I'm, I'm telling you that you know you also get some got some skill set because 
it's not only that you know what you should eat, but you have to actually follow through and eat this stuff, you know, and 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 appreciate it and have you know and really enjoy it. So you mm -hmm. have to change your dietary, you know, settings. Let's say. And mm -hmm. when I was um, when I was uh, reviewing also uh, uh, my goals, like last year, what I what I was what I also set out to do is is to have a good morning routine. And we talked about it in the past episodes uh, of this podcast that, you know, how we, we designed our morning routines and, 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 and I was really happy that I managed to, to pull it off. And then, you know, half year through, it would go totally, you know, out of whack because <laughs> my baby was born. So um, with that, my morning routine, you know, got lost. I, I, I couldn't, you know, wake up at the same time as I used to because I would wake up several times during the night and, and the baby is still young, but uh, like this, this, this January, I, I decided, okay, let's go and design my morning routine again. But because I already had the skill set, I knew how to perform my morning routine and what, what, which triggers to use, what things to, you know, how to do it to, in order to succeed, I very quickly got back. It, it's, it, I was surprised, you know, within a week I had my morning routine back at, at, at the track. I would wake up, I would do the, th the same things and I would have like, I would be in control. And I was surprised how quickly I came back, but because I knew how to do it, so I had the knowledge and I had the skills because I've been practicing this for the last, you know, for the half a year that I went, I mean, the first half a year of 2016. So it was really easy for me to go back. That's good. I'm glad you're talking about this because it, it also helped me uh, last week during my week review. I went through my my plan once again uh, with, with this notion in mind and uh, I mostly already did this just intuitively. Uh, I already made the goal with um, the learning steps in mind, but I did notice a, a, few, a few holes that I, I made a goal to like be better at X, but at the outset, I, I didn't think enough about what steps are actually necessary for me to, to just figure out how to do it, you know, so to acquire the skill. Okay, so um, and anything that you've, you know, learned planning this new year? Yeah, uh, for sure. So uh, I also listened to the the two episodes, uh, the the podcast episodes by Michał Szafrański. Um They're in Polish, but if you speak Polish, we'll put the link in the show notes. Uh, and and he had some some good ideas that that uh, inspired me to to be better at my planning. So last year when I was making my plan, I kind of grouped it together into like four sections, like four themes. Um, and, 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 and that was, you know, that was useful. It was just like four themes and, and a bunch of like, uh, points. Um, this time I, I did it in a more structured way. So like more focused, like, you know, uh, I, I have like nine areas, uh, or, or projects that, that I, uh, written up. Um, it's nine, but it, it's, it's actually not that many. Most of them are, are fairly simple. So for example, I have projects like maintain the morning routine, and maintain reading. So those are like two of the skills that I've developed uh, last year. And I just want to have an eye on it. So this should be simple. I, I want to keep, uh, you know, waking up every day at eight, reading in the morning, and then read 30 books or so uh, a year. But I don't think this is going to be challenging. Uh, so there's, there's, there's nine areas. And what I did differently is... I I doubled down on trying to make the goals more specific and measurable. 
so the the whole the whole smart thing i mean man i hate it i hate i hate it so much i hate all the bs enterprise acronyms but there's a point in that <laughs> like the, the the there is there is an uh, important nugget of, of true uh, of truth in this yeah yeah let me just so let, so let me just break like like break this down for the for everyone uh, so yeah there is this acronym for goals that they should be smart or smarter even like michael hyatt says um oh. which basically means that they should be specific measurable actionable risky but realistic time bound exciting and relevant and yeah, it, it it yeah half of them just say the same thing. That's why I hate it. Yeah, but but still, you know, it, you know, they have it's merit. It's, it's it's good to you know just when you have a goal, just you know filter it out and just go through this you know through this checklist and make sure that you know things are are there. Yeah, you know, whatever. The the, the two points that are, are key to me is is specific, not vague, and measurable. So 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 what I did is um, so for example uh, last year. Like in the middle of the year after reading the book Deep Work, I said, yeah, I need to get better at Deep Work. So I just added to the end something like, I don't know, get better at Deep Work, right? Uh, and that's good. That's a that's a good idea to have. But it's it's like New Year's resolution style of planning. Like it's it's not a plan. It's, it's not a real goal. It's just saying what you want to be better at. And, and that's good, that shows intention, but it's very difficult to hold your, yourself accountable to that if, if you can only rely on your um, you know, vague, subjective sense of are you doing good with this? If, if you can make it specific and measurable, which you don't always, it's not always possible or practical. Uh, but for example, this year I set a goal, something like, do 780 hours of deep work, uh, which comes out to be like 75 hours a month for like 15 hours uh, a week. So it's about what I what I saw in practice that is achievable. But because it's a number every week, and as the year uh, goes by, I can see, I can, you know, count up. It's really simple. I have a spreadsheet in numbers. I can see like, Am I actually on track, right? I have a very precise way of, of saying, am I actually getting better at this? Because every day I, I put a number in there, right? Uh, so, so what I did in these like nine categories, uh, most of them are really simple, like one or two points. Uh, some, some are a, a bit larger. And uh, what I did is I, I tried to, to make everything specific, measurable, put it at the top. And if there are some things that I think are important but are difficult to make measurable, uh, I would put it like separately in a like subheader habits. And I, I found that quite helpful. Okay, so you have like spreadsheet for, for like each day. So each day you put, you know, at the end of the day, you put, you know, how many hours you spent in deep work and things like that? Yeah, uh, there's, a, there's a big spreadsheet. Uh, there's a row for every day. I've been doing this for years. All right. Yeah, I'll. I've I've wanted to to talk a bit more about that uh, for a long time, but it just never came up. Uh, we'll, we'll talk about it in some other episode, I'm sure. Yeah, because I've been doing this weekly, but the problem with doing this weekly is that it's hard to track some of the things you know every day. So nah, you have to do it every day. Hmm. So 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 anyway, okay. Um. So make a plan. I have like nine areas specific measurable goals that way it's easier to hold yourself accountable 
Another idea that Miam Shafransky suggested is think about alternatives or like a plan B. So if something like a project or just something you want to, to do doesn't pan out, um, like try to, to consider it as a possibility and already have a, um, at least a vague sense of, of what happens then. So if, if something takes longer than you expected, you know, how, how do other things fall in place? Uh, that's one thing. And, and also very broadly, he suggested uh, you have to consider the whole thing. How, how does it all fit together? So there's, a, there's strategic thinking involved because many of the things that they're going to be very just scattered across the place, you know, some, some personal goals, this and that, like all sorts of things you've, you've always wanted uh, to, to do or accomplish or get better at. And it's just easy to put them all together for, for this year, just anything you, you can think of. And it's much easier to do if it fits together. Like if, if, all the, if different aspects of, of your plan, different areas, different projects, uh, if they fit together, if they make one another easier to accomplish, then that's really good. And also worth considering is if you have a, a vague idea of what, what, what happens next. So like not this year, but next year. Um, if, if you have like already a vague idea of what you want to do in a slightly longer term, um, like not, not five years, but like the, 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 the next year after this year, then it, it's worth kind of sequencing uh, different projects and ideas and areas of improvement such that you kind of build fundamentals needed for what comes after that. Yeah, I mean, I've, I've, I've learned this um, with our quarterly offsite because every every time when I do my quarterly offsite, um, uh, what happens is that I, I, I still do my five-year plan kind of thing. So f- how I'm going to see myself and my you know business and my family in five years, it's a vague plan it's not like a strict one but but it's a good exercise to 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 think the to, to see the big picture because when you have like when you have this big picture uh, you will you know you will guide your you know your day to day and you know month to month plans based on this vague picture but at least you have you know you have them based on something uh, and not just you know as you said totally irrelevant things that you know that seem nice or seem exciting or seem you know particularly relevant right now but are not you know don't constitute a, a, like a whole of you like what like you know what what you're what you're set up to do mm-hmm. i think that the final thing about the plan itself uh, that is really important to mention is don't overdo it uh, yeah. as i mentioned it's it's so easy to just put so many ideas, so many things you want to do just this year, you know, this year I'm going to do it and you won't and you will fail and you'll be sad. You have to really consciously pick, uh, pick your fights, right? Uh, because a year is a long time and also not that long of a time. So you, you can't do everything. So some things you just have to let go, uh, leave it for later some things you've probably procrastinated on for too long and maybe they're worth uh, taking on this year, but then there's trade-offs involved. Uh, and if different things fit together really nicely, uh, then that's good, right? But it's just, you know, for, for many, many years, I, I had this, this 
notion of New Year's resolutions uh, in my mind. And it never worked because it wasn't a real plan. It was just vague ideas. It usually wouldn't be written down or if it were, it just would be forgotten. It would never be reviewed, which is, uh, we'll talk about it uh, in a bit. And it it was always too ambitious, right? It, it was trying to do much more than is reasonable to do in a year. Yeah, one of the things I, I learned this uh, this past year was that like my optimism is, is standing in the way of, of, of my greatness because, uh, I mean, on one hand, it's not. It's helping me, you know, be optimistic. It means I, you know, I strive for more, which is good. But on the other hand, the problem is that we don't dedicate enough time for things. So, so when you plan a goal, as you said, you know, be more realistic and also like, give yourself more time for these things. Like, like, like if you think you're going to do it in two weeks, you know, make it four or make it three weeks, you know, just, just, you know, just don't sweat it. And because, you know, we have this notion that if I don't, if I don't do it, you know, this month, I'm going to be toast, you know, if I don't want to like, no, you're going to be fine. So, so if you want to learn this and you want to learn it well, and you want to acquire good skills that, that stick with you, that, that compound over years and help you achieve greatness. It's, it's better to take more time. So this is one of the things, for example, for me, like for this year that I, I, I'm planning like goals that I would normally, you know, have them, you know, for just like weekly goals or, or, or two weeks goals. Mm-hmm. I'm going to dedicate a month for this, you know, two months for that, because because I know that it might even not be enough because if I if I if I if I deep if I dive too deep in, into the into this particular subject, but at least I will. I will, I will have done something, something meaningful and not just scratched the, the surface. Yeah, I agree. I have the same feeling over the last year in particular, uh, as I've kind of learned more and more uh, about um, habits, about learning. I just, you know, I allowed myself to relax and, and not be so stressed about this because it just takes time. You know, I... I, I I grew to to just take the long term view, and 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 trust the system, uh, so to speak, because it it works. You know, progress every week, but things take time, and and especially like if talking about habits, like like personal change, um, stuff we we talked about last year in particular, um, like reading and fitness, health. Uh, weight loss, morning routine. Those are really, really hard. It building habits like this, making them rock solid. It takes months, months to begin with, and then it takes a long time to just solidify until it becomes your second nature. So you know, don't don't sweat it. It's it's better to do it sequentially, like really nail this and then focus on that, and not try to, you know magically fix all of your problems that you wanted to do for years in in this year in a month and then fail and 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 be bitter about it that's that's no way to get better and with like work pro you know like projects or work things people um underestimate how older things in work how how much time they take and how little time relatively there is for deep work even if you get good at it and it just takes time and you got to accept it. Don't overdo it. Yeah. And especially now that, you know, that tomorrow 
um, as this uh, podcast airs, we're going to celebrate 10 years of Nosby, you know, 10 years of, of running this, you know, inter internet, uh, web, cloud application, um, mm -hmm. you know, 10 years, a decade. And uh, it, it's, it, it gives us, you know, perspective that good things can take time. And, you know, 10 years in, we don't feel like we, we've, we've done it. We feel like we're just getting started. We have so many great ideas and so many great things to build. But uh, we also realized, you know, we're, we're not going to build them overnight. It will take time and it's going to be fine. It's, it's, you know, the world is changing rapidly, but, um, but some, like some good things, you know, take time cooking, you know, you cannot, you know, speed these things up. Yeah. One thing I wanted to, to ask you, how, how much time did you, did you dedicate for this, for your annual review? Like, like how much time did it take you to review the year, to like really deeply reflect on, on the goals for this year, like make sure it actually makes sense? Quite a few hours, and uh, I still have a few hours ahead of me because I'm still I still have to nail a few of uh, other goals. So mm -hmm. it's hard to say. I, I haven't counted the, the hours, but a lot of time, a lot of time, and uh, and I'm, I'm still going. So I have to admit that I have to. I have. I think realistically, I, I would need uh, like four more or, or six more hours to 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 like to finish off like the goal setting things and and setting things up. Especially that I ask for feedback from from my team about several several you know topics, um, mm -hmm. so I have to plan this as well. So really, like, but the review part, it's it just you know, it, that's why it's good to really dedicate you know quite a few evenings for this, or you know maybe two weekends or something like that. It like it's, it's just it pays dividends to 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 do the goal setting for for the whole year really well and to review the year and to close the the back, the year like like really take time like don't rush it lots of hours i agree uh, people have not enough time in their lives for for thinking just just thinking you know reflecting uh and it, it takes time. It takes time to, to do it well. Uh, I didn't count the exact hours either, but it, it's more than 10 hours. It took yep. me like in, in, in three sessions um, over the week that, you know, that was the, the week off before I, I got back to work. And, and it was good. Like I, I, I needed that, that space to like in a few settings, like really think this through because it, it defines the whole year. Like this is... <laughs> Like we don't have that many, that many years. Uh, this is important stuff. It's important stuff, right? And I, I can tell from, from my limited experience, uh, if you don't do it at all or don't do it very well, it's just, you know, that the year will just disappear, and you'll do some things and other things that were important. Just never found the time. And and last year when I did it really well, it really paid off. It really did. So it, it's worth doing it well, uh, even if it if it's going to take you a lot of time. And it's okay to fail, even. I mean, what I what I what I what I've observed over the last year is that, like, because for us this is so important. I'm I'm I mean, the, the, we 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 said it, we said it several times. You know, the weekly review, the the quarterly offsite, and now the the yearly planning. This is so important for us. Yes, I haven't made all the goals. I know I haven't you know succeeded in everything I wanted. I set out to do. And but but I know exactly where I failed. I know exactly what I should be working on. Whereas I see people in my you know in like in my vicinity you know I see people that are just going with the flow, and 
And you can see that. You can see that lots of things are just happening to them and they are not, you know, deliberately choosing, you know, the life they they sh they, they could be choosing, you know. And um, uh, you know, I don't want to just preach to everyone, but at least I'm trying to preach to people who are listening to this show that you know, it's better to, you know, review this, plan it and fail than just go with the flow. I agree. Uh one one last thing. Well, maybe not last. And actually, this is, I think this is the most important part. So maybe we should lead with it. But this is so important. You can't just make a plan, set out goals, and leave it for a year and <laughs> review it next year. You can't do it. It has to be a plan and you have to review it every week. Okay. We talked about week review. We talked about it a lot and we didn't talk about it enough. To me, this is the most important like keystone habit uh, that, that to me really defined uh, last year. I did it for a long time, but not like last year. And what changed, what really made the plan succeed is that every week I would look at the whole plan for the year. I would review it. I would see how I'm doing with this. Uh, if possible, if if the specific goals were specific and measurable, then that's even better. And I would plan every week such that it brings me closer to achieving the goal. So so it's not enough to plan the year and it's not enough to just plan the week because week to week we lose context of what's important. We get distracted by the day-to-day -day stuff. But if every week you see the plan and you make a tiny bit of plan for like one fiftieth of the year to make progress towards the big goal, then <laughs> you'll actually find yourself uh, succeeding a, a lot more because every week, like you're ensuring that every week you've taken a step. And for for big goals, that the, the goals worthy of setting for a year, it's going to take a lot of little steps. So you, you need to be disciplined in, in taking a step every week. And for that, we need the weekly review. Yeah, and uh, I mean, this, this, is, this has been always the, the part of my weekly review to review my goals. But you know, some people go even to extremes as they, they, they create you know, um, uh, screensavers or, 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 or wallpapers uh, with their goals you know, <laughs> engraved so that whenever they look at the computer, they see these goals and they have them you know, in the back of their minds. That is a bit extreme. But if you don't you know, go there, at least really just weekly um, review this because, the, as you said, the goals will set you out, will set you up for for the next week you will know that you know you have to be aligned with these goals so your decisions for next week your choices will mm -hmm. be um, uh, will depend on your goals one more thing tweak the plan as time goes on uh, this is what, what what you said just because you you decided on something last year and it failed doesn't mean you have to keep keep trying to do it this year yep and it's it's you shouldn't just just do it every every year um, also, uh, every week and, and, and every quarter, if you see something that, oh, maybe, you know, your priorities change, you decide something is less important, more important, you, you found out about something, you get more information, more knowledge, uh, you decided something was too ambitious or not ambitious enough, tweak it. And, and, and especially doing the, the quarterly reviews, uh, a, a quarter is enough time to make big progress, uh, but it's much smaller than a year. So this is also a good opportunity to to tweak the plan. 
you know, don't be stuck with something just because you you decided on it. Uh, it's fine to change your decision and and take advantage of emergent opportunities. Uh, but also keep the original. Uh, like have the living document of your yearly plan, but keep the original so that you can review it next year to see how the plan changed so that you don't forget about, you know, so that your yearly plan isn't the last iteration of it, which is has actually turned out to be much different from the original. That's a good tip to, to keep the original and, 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 and compare it to the one that actually was executed. It's it's a it's a great advice, but and, and it all again it co- it comes comes back to the, to the, to, the, to the skills to developing the skills. You know when you develop the skills towards a goal, the goal might change because while learning a skill, acquiring a skill, you might discover new things. You, there might be op- new opportunities. You know and like for me uh, th- in 2014 when I when I decided to lose weight. Um, one of the skills that I wanted to acquire was to to um, to, to be better runner to run regularly, and I, I I went ahead and found an an accountability partner, a running buddy, and I was running with him tw- twice a week. Uh, I also set out, you know, with a slow carb diet, so I learned the the, the skills to to eat better. Um, but the best part was that in in, in May when i already you know where, where was way past my weight goal i was i was better than than i, than I set out to do uh, an opportunity to show up to do a triathlon mm-hmm. i never set out in january of 2014 to do a triathlon <laughs> not even in my mind but but then there was this opportunity and uh, this friend asked me to 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 like if i wanted to participate and i and i and I was really fit then. I was thin. I was fit. I was like, yeah, let's try to do it. Because of my skills, you know, thanks to my skills, I could pursue this opportunity. And now I became an amateur tri- triathlete because of that. You know, I never expected this. I never set out to do it. But it just, you know, went. I just went ahead and did it. Okay, so we're running out of time. But I think it's worth mentioning uh, at least a little bit of our plans to give like a concrete example of, of how to put those ideas in practice. All right. So um, for me, uh, I, I, what I mentioned also on my webinar, my uh, one of my goals for this year is to do four triathlons uh, mm-hmm. this, this year. Four, because four, it's this is pretty a big number. Like it's lots of races. So uh, I, I've never done four in a year. Uh, so it's a little bit of, out, of, out of my comfort zone. And, um, and to do them, uh, and and, and at, at least once to beat my you know personal record, so personal best, mm-hmm. and uh, and this is my goal. So, but to achieve this goal, I I had I needed uh, I, I need new skills. So one of the skills is I need to be a better swimmer, because I'm a poor swimmer right now, and well I can get by. I do one and a half kilometers, which is required for the triathlon, but I'm pretty slow. So. The, to, to, to do it, I, I set out uh, and I'm going to the swimming pool twice a week on Mondays and on Fridays. And I have my, you know, uh, tra- training, my, my, my session, my deliberate practice, feedback loops and everything else that we mentioned already in the book Peak. So I do the swimming part. So, um, so the swimming is the new skill I'm going to require. I'm going to be a better swimmer. And I have time because the first race uh, is in the end of April. So I have time to, to, to acquire this new skill. And second, running. I want to be a better runner, uh, and uh, I am already 
pretty good runner, but I've been on the same level for the last three years. So I want to be better. So I, I, I used Nosby.how, where our, our uh, friend from, from our company, uh, Martin, he and the one who's doing the podcast, he put out in the Nosby How um, a plan how to uh, run 10K below 45 minutes. Mm. And I copied this plan from Nosby How, imported it to my Nosby account, and I'm going to go follow the plan. And I invited to the project Marcin as my accountability partner. Uh, okay. And um, I'm following the plan, you know, deliberate practice again to deliberately learn to run faster. And thanks to that, I'm going to, you know, hopefully finish the triathlon off with a nice, you know, with a, with a quick run. So um, that's it, you know, uh, four triathlons and, uh, and not only this, but also deliberate practice of swimming and, and uh, running to become better. And even if I don't do the, the four triathlons, if I only do three, but I do the deliberate practice sessions, I'm going to be better anyway. So I'm going to be fine. And I also set out with this goal, a bonus goal, a bonus like thing. If I manage to do the goal and I'm going to be a better runner, I'm going to do, I'm going to do at the end of the year uh, in November, um, a half marathon in my friend's city because my friend is organizing a half marathon. He always invited me to go. I never went so maybe this year i will go if i'm in shape okay so uh two two examples from my plan uh one category one area i want to be better at is actually called deliberate practice uh so here the uh, the, the the skills are actually the goal <laughs> uh <laughs> so I, I i want to you know i want to spend time every every week every friday uh in particular learning new programming skills, essentially. Um, I mean, not, not just programming skills, but in particular programming skills. So uh, I have uh, on the list things like do 210 hours of deliberate practice, which is four or five hours a week. So this is a specific measurable number. Um, it's a bit uh, ambitious at, at that point because not every Friday I actually find that kind of time, but we'll see how it goes. Maybe I'll, I'll tweak it. I have um, learn free new programming skills. So this is a, a bit vague because like ultimately it's arbitrary what I say is a new skill and what isn't. Like I don't mean like trivial things, but like free, you know, valuable, bigger things. Yeah. And also read two programming books. So I don't read programming books very often because it's just, it takes a lot of time. Like um, just, just practice. Uh, so I don't do that, but... Uh, yeah, I, I guess I should do that. So that's the plan. Uh, another example would be uh, the morning routine. So this is one of the simpler things because I've already figured it out mostly, but it's not, you know, it's still something that's kind of uh, in progress. It's uh, it's a habit I've developed, but it's, it's not set in stone. It's not uh, intuitive. I, I still have to keep an eye on it to make sure I don't regress. So uh, last year, I had somewhere on the list a point, develop a better morning routine. And that was it, right? And then like, I figured the, the details as I was going on, but it wasn't part of the plan. No specifics. Here, uh, I made it, uh, a, a category for that. And I have 90% success rate at 8 o'clock waking up and 90% success at morning reading. So like I said, I have the spreadsheet. Uh, every day, I just you know check uh, good or bad and so like it's it's trivial for me to to check like how i'm actually doing 
but because it's a specific number, like I can, um, I can more easily hold myself accountable. I also have two other points, which is um, get to work at nine o'clock every day of the week and always pre-plan the next day. And those are separate. There's like habits and, and not goals because I don't I don't track those because this isn't a a serious problem for me. Uh, like the, the the two previous ones are harder and more important, so I don't track everything. Uh, but it, it's still something I, I should I should be remind I, I felt I should be reminded of every week during my week review as I'm going through the plan to make sure I'm not regressing, right? And I mentioned that that you should consider like uh, an alternative plan B. So for this, it's like if I start failing at at this at the morning routine, then this should be fixed as the first priority, right? Like there are other things. Uh, other plans, other goals, habits, projects, but but this this to me is a a, a keystone habit, right? It it really makes everything else easier if I have this solid routine. Uh, if I start, you know, messing up my my sleep schedule, uh, it, it just it all goes downhill. <laughs> it it really helps me. So so this you know this way I I kind of already like pre-decided that if I start failing at this, this is really important to fix first. 